to the Split Six Podcast, the podcast where we split a six-pack and talk about three different topics each over the course of one beer. I'm your host, Nick Wigell, and I'm joined today with two very special guests, Adam Copeland on for the second time and John Church on for the first time in a while. Um, John, what, what, where you been? <laughs> it's been almost a calendar year. I checked. Evening, gents. Uh, it's good to be back. Yeah, welcome back, Copeland. How are you? You were on just a couple weeks ago, I believe. Yeah, yeah. Well, maybe a couple months. It's been a minute. Has it? Weren't you it on was like warm out? No, no. You're not on when it was warm out, were you? Weren't you on like with Mitchell recently, and Alex? No, not with Alex. That was with Jeremy. Oh, that was Jeremy. Yeah, it was Mitchell was in town. I don't know. Was it maybe before he left? I don't know. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Me my Je- memory is hindered by alcohol consumption, but <laughs> it has that effect. <laughs> um, we are currently experiencing snowmageddon 2022 here in Michigan, guys. How was uh How was your snow day? Seems like it's been blown out of proportion. Apparently, we're going to top out at 10 to 11 inches. Uh, I've seen worse. Yeah, we've we've all seen worse. I think. I mean, I wouldn't complain about topping out at 10, 11 inches, but <laughs> it had to be said. Well played, Copen, and the low hanging fruit for you. Uh, I'm I'm glad you uh, you picked up what I was laying down. Yeah, as being as someone that works outside during these uh, trying times, it really fucking sucks for me. So today sucked, but uh, you know tomorrow will probably be worse. We'll see. In the meantime, you still have all your fingers and toes, so uh, count your lucky stars. Yes. Nothing uh, got uh, destroyed by frostbite. <laughs> yeah, you love to see it. <laughs> I was going to say, did someone lose fingers and toes? Uh, no, but I've heard it happen before. And actually, this episode of a TV show I was watching last night, a demon or um, a trickster got bit off somebody's finger. But we'll get to that later. <laughs> um, uh, what are we drinking tonight, boys? Got three barbar three Floyd's Barbarian Haze IPA with a pretty sweet uh, design here. We got Army Goblin with uh, fire in his eyes. Yep, it is uh, 6.5% with an IBU of 42 and whatever SRM means, adds it at, at an 8. Double dry hopped. What does SRM mean? Do you guys know? No idea. Elevano. <laughs> okay, well, let's crack these open and give them a little taster. Hopefully don't explode all over me. Okay, good. We're good. Yep, tastes um probably a little more bitter than what I'm assuming. Covenant's got a side beer over here of a M43. Probably a little bit more bitter than that because that's a that's a is M43 a hazy actually? Yeah. I've done it on this pot before. It is a hazy because you can't see through it if you pour it. But yeah. <laughs> But uh, not bad. That ain't bad. Yeah. No, I've had it before. I've had the the Barbarian Haze. It's a it's a solid beer. And it's a nice. It'd be a nice addition to episode number one ninety one of this podcast, guys. We are in, we are inching increasingly closer to episode two hundred, where we're still say, trying to decide what we're gonna do. Big milestone coming up. Yeah, you're uh, you're running out of time to uh, get a game plan in order. But uh, yeah, we got the five year anniversary in two weeks, and we got the two hundred episode in like eight weeks after this, I think. Thinking like a 200 uh, minute long podcast or a 200 hour long podcast. 200. Hours. <laughs> Were you talking about like um, 200 uh, segments in 200 minutes or something like that? Yeah, I don't know how much of a entertaining that will be because one segment a minute sounds a little bit too much. Maybe we could do it. Maybe we can do like 200 topics each over the course of the last five years since we've the, the 200 episodes. It's a thought. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> we'll have to figure it out. You, you could roll 200. 200 hours that's like three weeks long though no my math was wrong 
<laughs> just live stream it's more the like eight time. days it's, it's like a week a, a, a week <laughs> plus yeah it's shuffling that. everyone in it, like just have to take a lot of planning fear number one sport well this here is a loaded sport segment guys because a lot is going on and we should start with the champion and uh that is the goat of football the god of all things the greatest of all time whatever you want to say for it tom brady is retiring after 22 seasons how old were you guys 22 years ago 10 i was because i'm 31 now what does that make me nine 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 years ago or nine years old uh when tom brady first entered the league um and it doesn't feel like i was that that young (laughs) thinking back my first memory of tom brady being the tuck rule game. It's the first time I ever really... That's what I always uh, attribute to my infatuation with football, the beginnings of. But yeah. um, illustrious career. Um, any argument that he's the greatest athlete of all time? See, now that's a discussion. You know, it's hard to evaluate athletes across sports, but in football, uh, there's there's no question. Have to do that for two decades. Um Goat gets thrown out or thrown away too much, but there's no question, at least in the realm of football. Yeah, yeah, I agree. If you're in football, I'd I'd say there's a overall athlete. You'd have to throw some hockey players in there. Yeah, maybe some Olympians, but um, oh, yeah, those those people. Greatest winner of all time. How about that? I could, I could see that. I don't know. Yeah. Unless when, you want to count Bill Russell win like what eleven uh, championships with the Celtics. Now, granted, they. You know what, man? You know, eight teams in the league back then, or something. But still, you know, yeah, he's got a ring for every finger and two on once. But yeah, to, to win more Super Bowls at individually than any other franchise, yeah, it's it's, it's pretty, it's pretty yeah. all right track record. Pretty fucking crazy. Um, started in the Patriots, obviously finished his career in the Bucks, losing his last game to Matthew Stafford, which we will get to in a second. But um. Take a bow, Tom Brady. It's time. I don't think he's going to do the Brett Favre thing where he's going to unretire. But, you know, he's still he's playing much better as he's retiring now than almost any quarterback in the league, um, which is remarkable considering he's 44 years old. Looks like he could play into his 50s. Looks younger than he did when he first started, which is crazy. No kidding. <laughs> I've, I've seen those combine photos, and yeah, he's he, he trimmed down a bit. Mm. But I hope it's not in the Favre situation. Uh, granted, he had some pretty good year. He had at least one good year with Minnesota there. But to hang on like that, it was just a, it's a shit show. Yeah, I could only see him coming back maybe if like a ready to win team is like going into the playoffs and like their quarterback gets hurt, and then call him up, see what happens. I don't know if the Bucks still have rights to him. I'm not sure if this contract was up, but um, I'm pretty sure even if they did, you kind of got to let Tom Brady go. He is uh, the controller of all things. <laughs> Let the man do what he wants. He earned it. He's whatever he pretty much earned it. Yeah. Whatever he does next, I'm sure he'll dominate in that too. Hard to imagine him uh, struggling at anything. I mean, great at football. I mean, he's uh, dabbled into the pop culture game a bit, but uh, hopefully, it's not NFTs. Hopefully not. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's <laughs> just don't just don't do it. It's so niche and um, that's what I'm looking for. Um, preposterous yeah and he's got Giselle on the other side of him the biggest power couple probably in the world in terms of uh like you know fame and attention like what a what a life touched by god that man I'm gonna miss him he was um uh really fun to root for then root against then root for again in the later years like uh just to see 
something spectacular and root for podcast discussion on this particular podcast. For sure. Yeah, the uh, the league is de- definitely won't be the same without them. This podcast actually started um, on the week after Tom Brady won against the Atlanta Falcons in the first ever Super Bowl to go to overtime with a 28-3 to comeback and after like three like with only three minutes left in the third quarter, which is, you know, another crazy thing that Tom Brady has done. Yeah. I remember watching that at Benny's. That was that was fucking nuts. I think I, he passed for just under under like one thousand yards less in his forties than like the all time leader of the Bears quarterbacks, which is Jay Cutler. <laughs> so <laughs> and that says it all. <clears throat> That's pretty telling. Yep. Well we'll miss you Tom, but we have more NFL news to talk about before we talk about the games actually. Um, um, uh, the Dolphins coach of last season, Brian Flores, has just uh, filed a lawsuit against the NFL claiming um, maliciously and purposely bad practices in, in terms of hiring black coaches, considering there is only one black coach in the league who is Mike Tomlin of the Pittsburgh Steelers who has never had a losing season and uh, you know has a Super Bowl ring and c- consistently takes the Steelers to the playoffs, which shows what a black coach has to do to maintain a job. Um, Among these allegations, there is text message evidence from Bill Belichick texting Brian Flores when he was meaning to text the actual coach that got the job of the New York Giants. Congratulations, even though Brian Flores has not gone to his interview yet to fulfill the Rooney rule, which is a rule where each team that has a head coach vacancy has to to at least give an interview to a a person of color head coach, um, showing that the Rooney rule is a sham. Um, There's also allegations that the owners of Miami Dolphins paid him to lose games when they're trying to tank, trying to offering with hundred thousand dollars to lose a game, which uh, Hugh Jackson, of formerly the head coach of the Cleveland Browns, also a black head coach, is claiming similar things happened to him when he was in Cleveland, which sounds like black head coaches that do get jobs are often put into situations where they're made to fail just as a placeholder until the team can bottom out and get better. A scapegoat, just uh, be a, get paid to be a scapegoat. We just had the Texans hire a black head coach last year, and he overperformed in what that roster was, um, being looked, largely looked at the worst roster in the league, and I think he finished like, they probably had like the pick five or something in this draft, um, <laughs> and he got fired after one season. This shows the hypocrisy in the NFL, and uh, the question is, how do we really fix this? Because the Rooney rule is not working. Clearly not. No, it's just a hollow, uh, a hollow rule meant to uh, you know keep up appearances that you know the NFL cares about inclusion and looking at this th- at this you know these things without you know actually doing anything about it. Um, I, I remember that came up um, in the aftermath of Jim Caldwell's tenure with the Lions mm-hmm. um, in the grand scheme of things uh, what did he average like uh, nine wins a season yeah over, over his tenure um, which is not good enough but like it's best the Lions it's, it's had. the best they've yeah. had in yeah. some time <laughs> uh, it, it wasn't enough to keep him around and uh, you know look what the Lions have done since uh, I noticed Dan, Dan Campbell seems like a accountable dude and uh, he, he made most of the right moves with the press but mm. uh with the benefit of hindsight, you know, hard not to think Jim Caldwell may have gotten a raw deal. And again, again, just another case of a black coach being uh, mm-hmm. left out to dry. Fired after going to the playoffs. Um, though they did back in and did lose the last like three games where they would have won a division if they won one of them. But you know, still Caldwell was widely respected, just not very good on Sundays. I mean, I was rooting for him to get fired too. I just didn't know how much of a shit show. 
uh, Matt Patricia would have been, especially when you mix it with Bob Quinn. It seems like that Patriot tree just really just doesn't really blossom after these seeds from Bill Belichick fall. Would it really might have just been Tom Brady? Well, tell that to the Raiders. <laughs> um, what? Why? Hiring Josh McDaniels, right? Oh, they hired him. I didn't even see that. Yep. Okay. Good luck, Josh McDaniels. McDaniels. Um, uh, he's been, had been a head coach once of the Denver Broncos when they had Tim Tebow, and uh, what a <laughs> dumb uh, decision to draft that quarterback. But good luck. <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh, oh, forgot all about that. The last time I was on, I'm pretty sure we talked about Tebow trying to come back as a tight end. No, oh, damn, you were on that long ago, huh? I think that was a conversation we had. Feels like just yesterday. Because we all thought it was a joke. <laughs> is, is he done trying to play baseball? I, I should know, I, but... I, I don't know, actually. <laughs> he, he should just stick to trying to be a pastor. Yeah, um, uh, he should can't, just... Can't argue with that. He's always been popular in those circles. <laughs> there's his there's his leadership role. Right. <laughs> I'm done with Tebow. God, what an embarrassment. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, and we also have Michigan's current head coach of the football team, Jim Harbaugh, going to interview with the Minnesota Vikings today. Um, so waiting to see what happens there. But sounds likely he's out at Michigan and coming back to the NFL, which me, as a Lions fan and as a as someone who wants every other team in the NFC North to do bad, very excited that he might be getting, going to a, a job over at the Vikings. Well, I mean... It's funny, you know, Michigan fans wanted him out a year ago and yeah. and looked, you know, they had the season, you know, from heaven, you know, want Ohio State, you know, got to play in a bowl Lost game. Lost to Michigan State, though. And if they hadn't done that, that's it, a perfect season. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, slightly. Well, there's no way they're beating Georgia. You didn't right? make it to the national. Yeah, there was, that wasn't going to happen. Play them 10 times, they probably lose 10 times. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. <laughs> Still, you know, to go from two to four to, you know, to that. Yeah. Um, is he, you don't think much of uh, Harbaugh in the NFL? Nope. I mean, I know he did take the 49ers to the Super Bowl against his brother, which I'm sure hurts him losing to that, losing that, um, and did make the decision to bench Alex Smith for Colin Kaepernick, which ended up being and looking really good until Ka- Kaepernick got blackballed by the league. Right. More instances of racism. But um, <laughs> uh, no, because his, his, the end of his 49ers career seemed to be marred with uh, – a bunch of bullshit like he seemed like you know, might be a different person now but um <laughs> uh, it seemed like he was meant he was trying to be a college coach in the nfl and inherited probably a good team from i think mike singletary who was a black head coach um so uh, very there's it, a consistent theme here yeah yeah, yeah. and um just uh i don't know I, I don't i don't think he's that good look at his tenure in michigan he has he's had one good year and yeah. maybe one other good year when he was playing with all of um, uh, Brady Hoax players. And the rest of it has just, like, you know, you think he beat Michigan State maybe three times? Um, little brother, you know. Um, only beat Ohio State once, and I I mean, that was miraculous. But he does have Aiden Hutchinson, who is projected to be number, like, number one, two, or three in the right, draft. Right, right. Yeah. I hope the Lions don't trap him because I don't like him. I'd rather have that Kayvon Thibodeau guy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Hutchinson doesn't want to come to the Lions. He's even said it. I mean, who would? So. To be honest, <laughs> I was gonna say, like, <laughs> anyone's out there, you know, you know, forget, you know, you know, the Chiefs, forget the Rams, Detroit. That's where I want to be. I'd, I'd go anywhere, but I mean, yeah, I also don't have that skill set. So, <laughs> I had a choice. If I'm a choice, enough. and I can't pick the Lions, you'd probably put me. I'm uh, somewhere warm. 
Yeah, yeah. Now you I, say that on the day you worked outside and it's it's snowing, but sure, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you would you be sad if you got drafted by Miami? No, no, no. Well, now maybe it might be a little bit weird knowing that uh, their owner probably tried to pay a coach to lose games. All right, that's going to affect my career. Yeah, yeah, might yeah, put a damper but, on things, but you know, partying in the city when the heat is not on all night on the beach at the break of dawn. You know, I would say Miami's cool town. I would say Sorry, LA, but um, uh, they don't have fans. <laughs> um, no. As witnessed from the NFC Championship game against San Francisco at LA, where that crowd looked like a, a sea of red for the 49ers fans. Yeah. That's the problem with having more than one team in a state, though. I mean, it's really the problem with having uh, teams in L.A. when no one gives a shit about football and all they care about is the Lakers. They don't even give a shit about the Clippers. In there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Clippers have been good for a second there, but yeah. Um, I, I guess they haven't had time to uh, establish an identity. How long have the Rams been there now? <sighs> Probably like... Um, Three years? How long has McVay been a coach? Ah, Oh, I think they were saying like five they, years. Yeah, or something. I think I think five years is what I heard. Yeah, so like they you know they had um, uh, the new head coach of the Michigan Panthers on uh, the United States Football League. Um, uh, what's his fucking name? Jeff Fisher. Right, right. He right. was the, the coach there for the first year. Jared Goff's first year. Um, That's right. Um, but yeah, like you know, they haven't established anything. The Rams are only, the only reason they have some fans is because they're um, they've been good. Right. Um, the Chargers. They've they've been there even uh, shorter, right? Yeah, the Chargers have been there even shorter after they left San Diego, and uh, they have even less fans because, like, you could it just like it just shows you like from like Lakers Clippers things like, I mean the Clippers have been a notorious bad franchise until recently, but, um, you know it's just a Lakers town. It's a basketball city. That's 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 where the stars are going to go because the stars can sit. On the uh, on the court, essentially, and get their faces on the camera well, in the like, entire game. In like yeah. forty years, I mean, when have the Lakers been bad? Um, now, actually, <laughs> now <laughs> the immediate aftermath of the uh, the whomping by the Pistons in '04, but they quickly rebounded from that. Uh, it's mm. it's been roughly four decades. They arguably been more consistent than the Celtics. Yeah, well, the Lakers have the advantage of uh, you know being in LA and being the number one franchise. I would assume value-wise in the NBA, so they're all, they're always going to be able to recruit people. Like you know, teams like the Pistons over here, you have to build that shit naturally. You don't get um, LeBron James coming to your team, and uh, Anthony Davis coming to your team, and and uh, well, actually, didn't David Stern exit ex um, uh, Chris Paul going to the Lakers? That happened, right? Yes, I remember that. Um, that is a that is a, actually shocking, knowing what I know about the Lakers, that that would that the NBA would do that. <laughs> no kidding. Like uh, put all the best players on, you know, one of the marquee franchises and call it good. But uh, very surprising that uh, Stern would have uh, said no. Maybe um, New Orleans wasn't getting enough. It would have been. Uh, I mean, yeah, but it just seems surprising that they would uh, t- do that. <laughs> but you know, um, yeah. Um, but like, so we just had the two NFC championships game or NFC and AFC championship games to set up the Super Bowl. We're gonna have Matthew Stafford and the Los Angeles Rams going against Joe Burrow and the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, the Rams San Francisco game came down to the wire. Stafford threw a blatant interception that was the most uh, cringeworthy drop I've ever seen by a a, a safety. So. <laughs> And of course, once he leaves the Lions, that Lions luck just goes right out the window and goes the other way. I guess karma yep. has a way of resetting itself. 
I think he's so, I think he's got a couple more years of luck built up. Yeah, probably. I mean, he's he's earned it. <laughs> he he paid his dues. Um, I really disagree. <laughs> <laughs> You're just bitter, man. I'm bitter, and also I don't think he's the greatest quarterback. I think he is. I don't think he's the greatest, but he's. I think he's a competent quarterback that can probably get it done. But so you know who else is Jimmy Garoppolo, who, I mean. Stafford's better than Garoppolo. I'm not saying that. I was going to say. <laughs> he might be the best quarterback left in the NFC, to be honest, with Tom Brady leaving. I don't I don't know who I would take over him for right now. There you go. Um, but bottom line, to, to pay his dues Other than Detroit, Jared Goff, of course. <laughs> oh, no. But, yeah, if you, if you put Matt Stafford on a team with uh, Aaron Donald, Von Miller, Jalen Ramsey, Odell Beckham Jr., Cooper Cup, uh, Cam Akers and uh, one of the best head coaches in the league in Sean McVay, he can get to a Super Bowl if a player drops an, EV, an obvious interception and if all the Buccaneers players get injured the week before and if for some weird reason the Lions destroyed the entire confidence of Kyler Murray, you know? So I, kudos to him, I guess. Hey, if way, every, to, way if, to ruin the Lions draft pick, you son of a bitch. If everything lines up for you, I'm not. I'm going to be happy for him. I'd be happy for him, and I'm not a Lions fan, but but you know it's it's hard. I mean, to you're be. not a Lions fan. I, I, what do you like, the Bears? I don't have a favorite NFL team, but oh. it's okay. If they were good, you'd root for them. It, I don't know. No, uh, it's they've never. I'm 32 years old, Nick. They've never been good. They have never done anything but embarrass the city. Every other franchise in the city has had their moments. The Wings are the premier American hockey franchise. I would argue they're second only to the Canadians. The Tigers... And the Canadians got most of their championships back, like, way back in the day. They've, they've won some cups. It's, it hasn't been as prolonged as the Maple Leafs. The Maple Leafs have more cups than the Wings, but I would, because of the recent success and the uh, Leafs drought, I'd say the Wings are superior to the Leafs. The Tigers have their lean years as well. They have also had you know several runs of success throughout the years and will again. Mm-hmm. I still say they're the city's best hope at this time. The Pistons uh, have sucked for a decade plus. Before that, you had the bad boys era. You have the going to work era, and the going to work era would have been very impressive in like any other sport, except in the NBA. If you only win one championship, who gives a shit? Yeah, um, I mean the the, the the Pistons are you know Detroit. All of their teams like. You have to maybe except for the Red Wings, like you have to build. Actually, baseball you can pay people. I guess I'm just saying, Lions aren't going to sign free agents. Pistons aren't going to sign free agents, like unless you pay them. Wait, no one's just going to come here. Fair enough, but yeah, yeah the, the bottom line is the Lions have never been anything but a grease spot on our trousers. It's been that way since Bobby Lane cursed the franchise. And um, now we got the curse of Matthew Stafford. So yep. yay! It, Another fifty years of winner. <laughs> Happy Groundhog's Day, everybody. Matthew Stafford saw his shadow. <laughs> I forgot it's Groundhog's Day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Two, 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 two. Wait, yeah. there might have been too many twos. The the groundhog, <laughs> the groundhog saw his shadow today too. For real? Why the? Why does Groundhog Day always seem to have like a giant snowstorm? Because of Bill Murray, I think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> uh, so you were saying, John, that you think the best hope right now is the Tigers? I w- I would say so. Yes. Um, they, they've had a good off season. Now, granted, there might not be a fucking season. Um, that would, you know, be a dread. But uh, no, the Tigers showed real promise under AJ Hinch, and they had a very good off season until uh, it came to a screeching halt because Rob Manfred sucks. Do Do you think 
if the lockout lasts a considerable amount of the season, it damages baseball in general as oh, a fan base. No question. No question. Baseball's it, it, already hanging on by a thread. Yeah, that, it, yeah. It, it, it's it's pivotal, and I, I've, I've gotten the idea that Manfred doesn't give a shit. I, I he just doesn't seem like he cares. He's he's a lawyer. Um, it, it doesn't. You know, Bud Selig, I never doubted that he had the best interest of the game at heart. Some bad shit went down during his tenure as commissioner, but he led baseball out of that. Um, Rob Manford just doesn't seem like he gives a shit and just consistently makes the wrong move at every turn. Um, I have to think he knows what's at stake. Um, the Players Union, I would have to think, knows what's at stake. I still blame Manfred more than them. What are they fighting um, about right now? Um, <laughs> myriad issues. Um Service time manipulation. Um, That's like where you're you're a team where you're not uh, bringing up your young stars because you want to control them with contracts. For yeah, longer, right? yeah. Uh, tanking. There's um, a lot of you know arbitration issues and um, money issues like that. Um, Are they talking about putting in a salary cap? Uh, no. Uh, MLB wants to uh, expand the playoffs. Would be fucking stupid. Um, it, yeah, the, well, the we can just take a look at what the NFL just did, and uh, this the two seven seeds that are in the playoffs these last few years have been jokes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, in this this year, the Steelers and the Eagles both got destroyed. But you know what? You play you, you play sixteen games. Who gives a shit? You know, let let in twenty teams, whatever. Uh, if you play one hundred and sixty two games, which is ridiculous. Yeah, you play one hundred and sixty two games. You can't have any more than. 12 teams in the playoffs. 12 is probably still too many, but it's it, it, there's myriad issues. It's February 2nd. Spring training is supposed to start in like two weeks. Uh, it's not starting, it's, right? it, No. It, there might they, not even be a season this year. They, Which is suck for the Tigers because they've got, you know, Casey Mize and they're supposedly supposed to bring up Torque and Green this year, right? Yep. Uh, they're, they're showing real promise. Um, A.J. Hinch, I knew he would make an impact. I did not think it would be that immediate and that drastic, but he's he's a great manager. He brought his garbage cans. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Nick, don't don't jinx that. Are they gonna find, they're they're going to win in 2023 or 2024 and find out. No, no, he's, he's seen the year. I, mean, I wouldn't even give a shit. Like, we would still have that experience. Who cares? He's, he's seen the year. The Houston flag's still flying. Another thing Manfred fucked up. Basically, Manfred, like... I don't freeze the commission. Like, right? I, yes, uh, I'm not a Republican, so I agreed with the uh, the moving the All Star game from Atlanta to Denver. I was fine with that. Uh, what does that to do with being a Republican? Um, in light of Georgia's voting laws, oh, okay. MLB the All Star game was supposed to be in Georgia. They moved it to Colorado. Um, a lot of there's a lot of Republicans in in the uppers in uh, in baseball. A lot of baseball fans are Republicans, and they took umbrage with that. Um, just because a lot of baseball fans are old. There you go. Yeah. Um, but uh, you're they, one of the lasting few, and it, you're not even that young anymore. It's my child. No, I'm, no, thank, <laughs> th- thank, thank you, Nick. I, as if I needed any reminder. If my back doesn't remind me every morning, but uh, no. Um, so yeah, they moved the All Star Game to Denver, and people weren't, you know, certain people weren't happy about it. I was fine with that. Uh, under Manfred's tenure, they also recognized the Negro Leagues as um, a major league. So. Um, Satchel Page and Josh Gibson and all those dudes are recognized in the MLB canon. Like, their statistics are legit. That's cool. Um, I thought that was awesome. Basically, everything else Rob Manford has done as commissioners has been a complete disaster. He is he is hands down the worst of the four commissioners. Yeah, so, I mean... So, baseball question. 
I don't follow baseball. I saw it. Who was it who just got denied Hall of Fame again? Was it there was Barry like, Bonds? Bonds and, Bonds and Clemens, yep. Uh, they, they were on and, their and final sh- pallet. Schilling, right, too? Sh- Schilling, but that's for a different reason altogether. That's because he, he, was antag- he antagonizes the riders at every at every go. He, sh- he has the be, number. Which might be the most offensive out of all of them. What? If it's just because he was mean to the writers, you know, if the other ones, I can, I don't agree with the argument, but I can see the argument if, for the steroid use. But if, yeah. if you piss the the writers have all the power, man. If you piss them off and antagonize them and suggest, um, you know, flogging them in the streets, it has consequences. Uh, you know, try shutting the fuck up and you know not being a, a boisterous asshole. That should not be how the Hall of Fame is decided on whether or not. If you're I had cool. a, I would vote Kurt Schilling in the Hall of Fame. If if I had a vote, he absolutely has the numbers. I think he has the highest strikeout to walk ratio in baseball history. He's he absolutely has the numbers. But since his retirement and, and during his career, he was a complete douchebag, and that has consequences. Okay, well, whatever. It shouldn't, um, uh, <laughs> considering they're going to be monetary consequences because you can't say you're a Hall of Famer. Um, and how can people like that? And that's that's assuming what I've heard at least is why David Ortiz got into the Hall of Fame because he was beloved by the media, um, and even though he did have a positive steroids test, and uh, then then the commissioner at the time tell the tell the people to just throw it out. Apparently, the results uh, is a, t- a, a league wide test that happened in two thousand three. Apparently, there were rampant um, false positives. Is that False positives. Um, bottom line, it was it's suggested it was possibly tampered with. It, there are other players with sterling reputations who tested positive, and the veracity of the findings um, were questioned. Um, that's the only link between Ortiz. I am surprised he got in first ballot because um, there have been players who have been penalized by the writers just for um, playing in the story or there where they're like, we can't let you in first ballot. Um, we'll make you wait two or three years. Jeff Bagwell was like that. Barry Larkin was like that. Um, I thought Ortiz would get that treatment, but um, but the media loved him. To his, he's hard not to like. Otherwise, and this is from a fucking Tigers fan who wakes up in in a cold sweat thinking about Torrey Hunter trying to catch that ball that uh, dashed the Tigers' hopes in 2013. That was our year, and. Big Poppy ruined it. I still like the guy. He's he's a very likable guy. Um, Probably the most notable Red Sox of all time. I don't know if I go that far. Ted Williams was pretty all right, but uh, never it, heard the name before. Yeah, you don't follow baseball. <laughs> you don't, you don't follow baseball. I know he, David Ortiz is. He's, he's one of the five best players of all time. Um, but yeah, yes, David Ortiz was wildly popular. He he played the media perfectly. Um, he's a, he's a likable dude. He, you, know, you know, conversely, you know, Alex Rodriguez, same deal. Alex Rodriguez comes across as a vain and self-important douchebag, and that's what he's still on the ballot. But he he he's going to suffer the same fate as uh, Bonds and Clements. I mean, fair I, or not? I feel like that the attitude kind of comes with players getting offered hundred of millions dollars of contracts, and you get a certain point where you get so rich where it's like. I'm gonna act however the fuck I want. No question. Uh, I don't think I don't think uh, Ortiz ever got uh, a rod money. That's no, no. But that probably explain that probably explains the difference between the two of them. Yeah. You, I, you know, you got you got like uh, Bonds and uh, Clemens who like obviously did steroids and whatnot, but also obviously made the game as popular as it was back see, when they started coming around. If Bonds and Clemens got into the Hall of Fame, I I wouldn't care. I I, I don't. I'm not sad that they didn't get in. Um. I, I think the integrity of the game is important. Um, cheating is cheating, but 
at the same time, the, the Hall of Fame, while being, you know, the highest honor a baseball player can receive, it's also a museum. Yeah. And, and it's been argued, and I would agree, you cannot tell the story of baseball without talking about Barry Bonds and Roger Clemens. They, yeah. they, they are two of the greatest baseball players of all time, steroids I or not. I actually watched Barry Bonds hit his record-setting home run in my room, like, just turned on baseball. And I'm not a baseball fan, and I talk shit about it all the time. But that was a moment in history that I wanted to see, and I turned it on and watched it. And it was exciting. It made me like baseball for, like, 30 minutes. I, I, I won't say that it made me like baseball. I won't say that I was excited, but I watched it. I, I wanted to make sure I watched it. And I do remember where I was when I watched it. I was, I was uh, on the couch with my dad. Um, imagine Tom Brady not getting into the Hall of Fame for deflating footballs one year? <laughs> it's... It, <laughs> Baseball's history. Did he do it? And that's the thing. Like probably. Baseball's history is is checkered and interesting, and you know it's it's why I love the game. It's it's why I love the game. It's 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 interesting and complex. Like yeah, people did steroids for that long time. Uh, Babe Ruth and Ty Cobb and all those dudes they didn't play. They didn't have to play against black players. You know. Um, yeah. Jackie yeah. Robinson didn't come into the league till forty seven. Um, you know, I guess this is making us talk about it here. So. Them not voting in Beer number two, entertainment. Perfect time. Just finished that first beer. That's not bad. Well, we didn't get to talk about the other side of, uh, we didn't get to talk about the Chiefs and uh, Bengals, but maybe we'll get to them in politics or when the conversation runs dry. But um, uh, on to entertainment. Um, what are you guys fucking with these days? Or John, you actually you you you, just, you were just telling me before off mic the the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame just announced who's nominated or who's in. That's correct. Uh, they they announced the the nomin the nominees. Let me pull it up uh, real quick. How yeah. long does it take? Like how long after? Like when do you get to be in chosen or not? I think it's like twenty five years after your like first major release or okay. something. It, it's it's weird. Um, no, brand new should be coming up. <laughs> oh, all right, here we go. We got uh, Beck, Pat Benatar, Kate Bush, Devo, Duran Duran, Eminem, Eurythmics, Judas Priest, Fila Cootie, MC5, New York Dolls, Dolly Parton, Rage Against the Machine, Lionel Richie, Carly Simon, A Tribe Called Quest, and Dionne War. Okay. So... Let me start with this. So, so the, that's who got in, or that's the those are the nominees. nominees. How many I, people get in? Do you know? I think it's like like five. five, five per class, something like that. And I think they do like a fan vote or something. I think that's how Journey got in. Um, yeah, they do like a fan vote or something. Well, um, Journey should get in based on their the, the widespread <laughs> yeah. popularity of that one song of "Don't Stop Believing." Like, you I know. don't. It's not really my scene, but it, it's hard to deny they deserve it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean. You said, you Everyone said. knows the lyric, all the lyrics of that song, essentially. Well, we live in Detroit, Nick, and never mind the yeah. fact that he got our name. <laughs> he doesn't know the geography of this city. South Detroit is Windsor, but that's that's um, baby we, 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 we've been over that. We don't need to go over that. Detroit, uh, Detroit's baby brother. All right. Right, right, right. Stepbrother. <laughs> Redheaded stepbrother. <laughs> um, uh, uh, so my question to you guys is, um, uh, what the hell's Eminem doing on that list? See, I've... I've always maintained. is this a music thing or is it rock and roll? I've always maintained that rap is rock and roll. Um, Why they have the same common uh, ancestor? It can't anything yeah. that is divergent from the blues is rock and roll. And it, uh, fucking okay. that's a good that's a good explanation actually. Let Led Zeppelin have more in common with Tupac than they do with fucking 
Neil Diamond or ABBA I, or Madonna. It, and I feel like his music hypes you up. Yeah, I mean, like, if you think of Lose Yourself, that is a rock riff. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think it's like, uh, I'm, I'm drawing a blank on what, what song they uh, they sample. But, um, Let me look up the definition of rock and roll just to see what, what it says. What? I think Dolly Parton's going to get in, but I wouldn't say she's rock and roll. See, I guess I just don't lose myself in the, um, they call it rock and roll and not the popular music hall of fame just because rock and roll, yeah. it's, it's a, it's a, it's a term, you know, it's what soccer, you know, soccer dad's pulling out of the driveway with the, the van full of kids. All right, gang, let's rock and roll. You know, they, they yeah. say let's pop music. Okay. Well, um, this, the, the dictionary definition, um, uh, does seem to fit all of these things that are happening. A type of popular dance music originating in the 1950s, characterized by a heavy beat and simple melodies. Rock and roll was an amalgam of black rhythm and blues and white country music, usually based on 12-bar structure and an instrumentation of guitar, bass, and drums. Yeah, basically, like, where I'm at, I mean, um, I divvy it up in, like, rock and roll, classical, jazz. Classical is not rock and roll. Jazz isn't rock and roll. Um... I that maybe, okay. maybe dubstep, pure electronic. Yeah, like is, is isn't rock and roll, but right. D- dubstep is not pure electronic. Fair, fair enough. But go it, go to an electronic music festival. Oh, dubstep is like a like a. It, it's a yeah. It's I, like I don't, a I don't know. Of I'm not a music. fan of dubstep, but how do you, what is the difference between electronic music and dubstep? Wah, 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 wah. <laughs> <laughs> you knew exactly what I meant. I know what you're saying, but I don't know how to say it in words. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I, see, I mean, I, it's, I get it. I, like, if I go and like they play a little bit of it, pulsing and annoying and shitty. <laughs> yeah, it just I don't know. It makes my like f- makes me feel like my ears are gonna bleed. <laughs> see, see, that's like uh, uh, Murph Dad. He definitely doesn't listen to this podcast. But he's trying to make me go to a a, a dubstep, dubstep show forever. I'm just, I'm just afraid. I'm I'm tangled with tinnitus, man. It, it's it's scary shit, man. I, I don't want to yeah, lose. Yeah. I don't want to lose my hearing. Um, Get, buy some. Uh, well, you can wear a hearing. Fair, fair, fair enough. Yeah. But like, how 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 much how much good do they do? But Murphy, if, if you if by chance you were listening, I will eventually go to a dubstep they, show with you. They do have. They're they're a little pricey there. I think they're like hundred dollar range, but where you go to an actual like ear, nose, and throat doctor, and they uh-huh. make like the custom fitted. Um, and some of them are even like noise canceling. Oh, dope. I that, you that's were about like to make a fucking like if if you go if you go to a concert or see it and like they they have like the big like them in their ears that's to protect their own hearing like they. I mean, you're supposed to wear earplugs to go to any concert, but uh, I'm supposed I never to wear earplugs at work. You probably should if you're well, there all the time. No kidding. Um, but anyway, Copeland, go back to your point. Um, if, if Johnny Cash is in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, Dolly Parton absolutely needs to be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. That makes sense. Uh, yeah, Dolly Parton is a queen. I, I don't like country music. I love Dolly Parton. I guess I understand uh, if based on that definition of rock, like you know, like you were saying, jazz, um, classical, and all the other, you, you know, electronic. I um, think anything else could fall under the canopy of rock and roll. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um. Well, yeah. which of those do you think should get in? Obviously, if Eminem qualifies, then he should be. I think he should be yeah. in. of those candidates. I think he's the. The leading contender. Yeah. To, Dolly to, Parton should get into. Yeah. Just um, because of size. You said Rage was one. Uh, among my... Um, rage would be my number one vote. Yeah. Uh, I my think they... Rage and Eminem would be top for me. I yeah. love Beck. Um, Beck's great. Is this... I always get confused. Is it the band Beck or the guitar player Jeff Beck? 
I, they, it's, it's a very easy mistake to make. They are different people. Jeff Beck is in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame with the Yardbirds. And, I thought so. And um, I don't think Solo. Um, Beck is an alternative. Beck's like, hey, my summer girl. Correct. And Loser and Devil's Haircut and New Pollution. Beck's the shit. I saw him a few years back. He's been reinventing himself for 25 years uh he's longer than that he's everyone knows loser he's he, 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 i'm a loser baby it's one of they say the lyrics that aren't real lyrics right uh, i'm i'm flabbergasted i'm flabbergasted at the lack of support over the years for pat benatar um the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, it, again, a, a body that, you know... Has she been nominated claimed, a couple times? She's been nominated at least once or twice. Um, and it just blows my mind. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's an institution that claims they care about inclusion and claims, you know, they're, they're you know, trying to, you know, break up the boys' club. Um, there's, there's myriad rock um, female artists who have not gotten the uh, credit they deserved over the years. Pat Benatar is near the top of that list. She was huge in the 80s. Like no one who grew yeah. up in that era doesn't know her songs. Uh, what, what's her um, uh, biggest song? I, I, I forget. Uh, Hit Me With The Best Shot. Yeah, how uh, is she not in the yeah. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Uh, um, uh, Love Is A Battlefield, Heartbreaker. You know you know her songs. Right, I, yeah. I, I, I can't wrap my mind around Pat Benatar not being in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame yet. That, well, I'm... Uh, Maybe this is the Sexism. <laughs> you know it took I mean? it took Heart forever to get it. I, fuck, I love Heart even more than Pat Benatar. Um, it's, you, you would think... You know, for a predominantly male-dominated genre, they would want to break that up, break that up as much as they can. Um, but it took heart forever. It's taken Pat Benatar forever. So, do we know how this is voted on? Like you said, you think it might be part fan vote. Um, so that that's like a recent development. I forget who. Is it the, the baseball writers? Is that, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that may that may explain some things. But yeah, I forget the committee who's exactly in charge of this shit. But uh, yeah, they've made some glaring omissions over the years. Yeah, well, shit. Um, uh, so who else? You said Duran Duran. Yeah, uh, not really my scene. They were they were pretty huge in the eighties, though. Um, Lionel Richie's a name that everyone everyone knows. Yeah. Um, Kate Bush, she's a she's a big time indie darling. Um, surprised uh, Judas Priest. Uh, you know, I don't think Iron Maiden's in yet, but metal is another genre that's been. Uh, Blackballed. Blackballed. Blacklisted. Blackballed, uh, blacklisted. To, to give you an idea, Black Sabbath got it in the Rock Rock and Hall of Fame two years before Metallica. Uh, oh, really? Bla- Black Sabbath definitely predate Metallica yeah, by more Black than Sabbath two years. Definitely deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. They both do. I, like, I mean, they both are, but. It, yeah, it, it, but it took Black Sabbath forever, whereas, you know, Metallica were, you mm-hmm. know, in right away, and they very nearly got in before Black Sabbath, which would have been criminal. Is this going to be Rage's first you're nominated i think they've been nominated at least once before um i don't know how they're not in yet to be i mean i might be biased even though i'm supposed to go to their show that just got rescheduled again i would love to be there but uh yeah obviously i mean they've made music that matters uh you know the talk they were talking about issues still relevant today they were were talking about that shit back in 1993 Mm -hmm. and whatnot yeah it shows how much uh we don't fucking change as a country (laughs) no (laughs) well because that's because yeah. money and uh, racism, um, but uh, yeah, Rage Major. Against the Machine. Like my favorite guitar player, Tom Morello, um, is Audio Slave already in? Oh no, uh, they're probably not recognized they, they, yet. They, they they wouldn't be eligible. I you said twenty five years. It's been like first yeah. album probably came out in like two thousand one. Rage uh, Audio Slave uh, would would definitely not get in before Rage and Soundgarden are also not in, which is also Soundgarden's not in. No, 
nominated they not they nominated Soundgarden the year after Chris Cornell died and they didn't put them in. Why would you not put Soundgarden? It's absolutely insulting. This this list, the Soundgarden would be like number one on my list. I mean, again, my personal bias. Consequence of Sound, who they're they're a site that I I, or a page on Facebook I follow. They 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 did their list of the the biggest snubs and Soundgarden were in the top five. I think. I'm biased. That's my favorite band, not named Led Zeppelin. But yeah, the fact that uh, Soundgarden's not in is just unforgivable for me. Yeah, Chris Cornell's probably my favorite singer. Um, like, like in terms of yeah, like he he died he, he died a year and, after a perfect chance to honor their, leg, their honor their legacy, and you don't fucking put him in. Like, you think they'll put it on? Well, I mean, it's gonna be weird because we're coming at the time <clears throat> as we're getting older where. Like, you know, the bands that we listened to growing up are going to start getting nominated. Like, what are they going to do when uh, the emo scene starts getting eligible for the Hall of, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Uh, like, yeah. Are, are we going to start talking about Fall Out Boy? Are we going to start talking about Taking Back Sunday? That's going to be a whole big thing, I bet. You have to, I mean, I think a big part of it is you have to look at who's, who's doing the actual picking. And yeah, are they being, bi- are, are they actually biased to, like, be fair about it? The thing, the thing is, like, what we think about is like traditional rock and roll. You know, vocals, drums, guitar, bass. Um, it's it's taken a back a back seat to pop and rap in the twenty first century. And like, the thing about the bands, you know, that we've grown up with, the you know, the bands in like the last twenty years. And and Grant, they're, they're, I think they're worthy candidates, but it's going to be dominated by Beyonce and oh. Taylor Swift. No, I mean, among rock bands, um, I'd like to think the Killers will get a shot. They've been pretty huge for a minute. Yeah. Um, I'd like to think Fall Out Boy definitely will. Then, yeah, have they had the longevity? I mean, I mean, they're still going. I, they're still I, making new music. I really hope there's there's not a point where I like we all knew the songs to all the in sync songs and. Britney Spears oh, yeah. and they, like they we, they're coming we knew all those up. songs but I not too recently but I found like they make they made these albums they're called Punk Goes Pop mm-hmm. punk bands covering pop songs I've heard of this. so much fucking better <laughs> so much better like literally they don't change the lyrics at all for most of them but just throw like guitar riffs in there and like and it's not all male singers so like some of them they like they're just better. There's there's one that they did Punko's Crunk where uh, say, I, I've listened to that one too. Say, say anything did a cover of uh, Old Dirty Bastard got your money and it's fucking glorious. Yeah. Um, I just I, I'm not a big fan. Of, like at the time, yeah, I all those songs we all sang along to them, and now you look back and you're like, what was I doing? Call me call me old fashioned. Call me crazy. I I mean. And I'm all for getting due to you know T Swift and Beyonce. I I like what you know, boomers and, and people would call it traditional rock and roll. You know the the Zeppelins and the Stones interpretation of R R and B. You know guitar, bass, vocals, and drums. I like shit like that. I yeah. can get, I can give credit to the pop stars where it's due. Because um, there's a skill behind it, not just behind your voice. The the the, the issue is that. Um, in the last 30 years, um, 
I think music critics are the shittiest people on the planet. Um, you, what are you doing with Blink One Eighty Two when they get nominated? They, I put them in for sure. Uh, yeah. but, but the people who vote for this shit, they they won't give Blink One Eighty Two the time I of day. Can't, I can't find a definitive way. I found out who gets to be nominated, but I can't find a definitive that, way. That that vein of rock and roll, that that what we think of is that it's just it, it's not even on music critics' radar. If, if it's not pop or rap, they don't fucking care about it. It's and, and I think it's sad. Um, I, I'm all for giving credit to. Like, does Modest Mouse get in? They sh- actually they've ar- they've been around for 25 years. They already should have been nominated. Not, I, it's, it, it, if their track record is any record, I don't know, man. If Journey I, I, gets in for Don't Stop Believing, Modest Mouse should get in for Float On. Come on, Killer should absolutely get in for Mr. Brightside alone. Yeah. yeah. Um, but take take it up the writers, man. What they're what they're saying is traditional. You know, they don't like indie rock. They don't like indie rock. Yeah. They don't like they they don't like what is they don't like regard- anything counter. Yeah, they they they, they like they like what the kids like these days, and that's pop and rap. Well, well the kid, thing is, if you kids can't, like eating Tide Pods, so you know you can't make all these songs like um uh, like the classic the first coming of the rock bands started happening like 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 how it's characterized. It's on a twelve fret guitar where there are twelve notes, like. There's only so many ways, and it gets it's miraculous that there's still different ways. But like a lot of these songs, in terms of like pop and rock, like you like you see all the mashups on like in, or like a TikTok and YouTube and stuff of like how all these songs kind of like a, a lot of them sound the same because they have the same progression and oh, the yeah. same beat style. Yeah. You know, indie rock takes that a little bit differently because it focuses more on like lyrics and uh, um, tonality of uh, the lyrics meshing with the. Uh, instrumentation and whatnot. It, it's cool shit. I like it. I I, I like poppy shit. I, you know, we sh- people should be open to you know all different kinds of music. I, Does Post Malone get into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Uh, what, what's he been around? What five years? Yeah, like in twenty years. Is we we inducting Posty? He needs to have some longevity, but he's 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 attained more popularity than any fucking rock band right going right I mean, now. You know Miley Cyrus? Like she just released a rock album. Like yeah, and and she's uber talented she's, I'll, she's, I'll admit i have i have come around a, a bit on her um she's, she's more talented than i i give her credit yeah. for you know she's been she, evolving she's, and that's the best she's thing just had some artist. bad stuff wrecking ball fuck wrecking ball i still say i but still say her that's sibling. gonna that that song will live that her name comes up and that will be the first thing like but but she came out with that people remember it i, I still say her fucking sibling noah is more talented than she is but uh but no, my last monster has made some good things. Well, we'll see if Noah has the longevity that Miley does because I don't think so. I think Noah might be closer to the end. Doing like more of a piggyback. Yeah, I mean, like she's yeah. I, maybe she's just coming into her own now. Like, but, but I'm like, I'm I know one of her songs. Yeah. I'm more folksy. I like that kind of shit. And and Miley's dabbled in that shit. Good for her. But you know, teach their own. Is uh is is uh Billy Ray in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Oh fuck! No. <laughs> <laughs> he did that one song. He's he's a joke. Oh, what, don't what, break what, my I, heart, Mike! You break your heart. I thought you were talking about Old Town Road. I, <laughs> that wasn't his original, though, was it? No, what, Aggie Break Your Heart or Old, old no, Time Road? That's Lil Nas X. I see. No, no, he. It wasn't his original song. No, he, he's he's a one hit wonder from the nineties. Wait, Lil Nas X's Old Town Road? That's his original song, right? Fuck if I know. No, I don't think so. I think that's a cover. I want to say it's a cover of a country song. I, I can't stand that song. I mean, representation matters. I could be wrong. But... I, get, I give Lil Nas X props for what he's doing. I can't stand that fucking song. Um, well, but, Montero's you know. a fucking really, like, 
Montero's actually like has a lot of rock impulses into it. Like, right, right. It's a really great song, I think. Like the the lines are like more bands are saying, but the lines are being blurred. Like rock bands will dabble in electronic and poppy shit. Mm. Um, yeah. Like think I, of Alt J. Like they they're mm. kind of like uh, dabbling in that way. Um, in, indeed, they're they're very electronic indie, kind of like a, a poor man's radio in that regard. Like, oh, the, is the, Radiohead the, in? Oh, for sure. They, they yeah they were in first ballot. Okay. Um, I don't, actually I don't think it was first ballot, but the the, the best fucking dis- musical discovery for me last year was Olivia Rodrigo. I, yeah. she, she makes poppy somber ballads. She makes brutal, which is crunchy and grungy as fuck. She she yeah. runs. She makes. Um, Good for you, which which is good you know, for you. <laughs> it, 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 it could be a Paramore song. I don't think it, I don't think Haley Williams and them deserve uh, a songwriting credit on it. But she's all over the place, and I fucking love it. Um, you, you see, uh, the weekend doing you know he does R and B, he does you know Michael Jackson sounding shit. Yeah. Um, he's he's all over the place. There's there's more fluidity with it across genres. Yeah, all these people like. Sh- you know, we're just watching the dawn of their careers. Like, like you said, it's going to take longevity. Like Taylor Swift, um, she's she's in the rock and roll of No, no question. And, yeah. and not really my cup of tea. I, I, I give her credit. Um, she she has some jams, but yeah, she'll be in first ballot. Yep, first ballot Taylor's version. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, uh, it's interesting uh, to to like learn this and. He's still not being able to Google. Like I, mean, I only took like five seconds to Google, but I should. There should be an answer to who gets to vote on who goes in, and I did. I didn't. I get a clear one. Yeah, I, I do uh, know it's it's like twenty five years or something. I mean, it, yeah, I got. That's a, that's not who gets nominated, but not but who nominated. actually votes it in? Well, they aren't gonna let you know because those people. I think it might. From the one thing I saw is it might be just one person who decides. They, it. There's like a committee. Is, they they belong to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Like a secret committee. It's a secret committee. Yeah. Okay, that's oh, some bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Secret uh, Society of Music. Yeah, they 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 pull the strings like, and no one knows them. Like I'm not gonna lie, like I love electronic music, and there's but even if you say electronic music, people think like oh they they think dubstep's popular, so that's what they think of. But there's a ton of different genres in it. Oh no question. And techno music but, just uh te- yeah, but it, founded it, it, in uh, Detroit. Yeah, it grew off techno, and then like now they call it electronic because there's different different genres within it. I love it, but do I think that any of them belong in like Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? No, they should make something different for it. Yeah. Because it's it's a it's a different style of music. Yeah. You don't use Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in my in my opinion would be like you need instruments and actually physically playing instruments. I can get I can get by on that. Yeah. That's right. like like pop I don't think should get, half of it you do on a computer. No, well then, then we can't add Post Malone because every time I've seen him in concert, it's just him on stage singing it, it, to it's, things it's, it's instrumentation. Yeah. But like Miley Cyrus in their hand has a yeah, full you band. You should, yeah. Like, if yeah. you have a full band, that you should be that qualifies you because you have to have the talent behind you is doing it as well. I can see that instrumentation is is a part of it. You know, song structure is another thing. It's just like yeah. you know, like electronic dubstep song structure paired to rock, you know, rock and roll, which traditionally thought of that as no similarity. Yeah. Yeah. Um, jazz is all over the place. And, uh, you know, yeah. it, I, I would differentiate it from rock and roll as well in that regard. Classical, same deal. But, you know. Yeah, we, as you can tell, because there's not, yeah, like you said, there's not a structure really. It's just kind of like a lot of freestyling. Mm-hmm. But, you know, pop, rap, country, anything along those lines, it would it be more true to like our common verbiage to call it the popular music hall of fame? Maybe, but does that sound as cool? Not remotely. No, no, no. 
Uh, Black Keys will probably get in first ballot, and see, see, they, they they probably deserve to. I, I love the Black Keys. I don't think we get a first ballot. People, I I think you know, the uh, the music press and the higher ups they'll call them uh, fucking uh, white stripes ripoffs. Um, but yeah, well their names are similar, and they did start off. With we, we only have room now jack white or black or white stripes however you want to you want to induct them first ballot no question um i i'd put the black keys i prefer the black keys to the white stripes honestly but um no, i mean the earlier black keys yes i would say the later black keys is garbage but we, we will have to disagree on that but yet the early black keys is better have you listened to any of their last two albums i liked that crawling king snake but now granted that's that's like an old blues song um but uh so I guess you're not gonna go see them on tour with me. Uh, probably. I mean, I don't. I would like to see. They're the. They're one of the bands I've seen the most. Probably the second band I've seen the most. Damn. Second or third be, between Brand New and uh, Third Eye Blind, I've and then it's not, the Black Keys. I've never seen the Black Keys, but I've never seen them. No. I mean, they put on great shows when I've seen them. Um, so I've heard, but, but I don't. I just don't fuck with their new music. It's just. Bottom line, I hope you're wrong and they eventually get in, but I I, I think the music critics will say... I think okay. they should get in. I'm not saying they shouldn't. Yeah, but I, I, the music critics will say, okay, we got room for one blues rock revival. It's obviously Jack White slash White Stripes. You're in. Fuck Arctic Monkeys. Fuck Black Keys. Oh, fuck dude, yeah, yeah, Arctic yes. Monkeys are, like, so much better than both of those bands. You're not wrong. Opinion. You're not wrong. Love me some fuck the, fucking Arctic Monkeys, but the kids They're don't. rumored to come out with a new album this year. That'd be dope. Uh, we should see them again. That's a pretty good birthday. Yeah, I will, um, I will go whenever they're in town. But... Uh, the critics don't give a shit, man. It's it's too bad. It's, it's not pop or rap. They just don't fucking care. Yeah. So I think what we've learned from these last two segments is that um, uh, Hall of Fames are bullshit, and uh, <laughs> ranking yeah. art or ranking sports is more is is more um, easier to rank. There's right? tangible there's tangible evidence. You know, com- complete you know completion percentage. You know, home runs hit. Mm-hmm. Um, th- Touchdowns. Th- you know, th- there's goal ta- scored. Tangible, measurable things. Art. Completely up to ranking art beauty, is fucking stupid. Beauties in that's the eye the, of the beholder. This is why the Oscars suck and no one watches them anymore. This is why um, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is a a, a big sham. Not still, I still I'll go there first chance I you get know, honestly, just to see all the memorabilia and shit. Yeah, yeah, but you know maybe 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 what's closer is the um, uh, fucking Billboard Top 100 because that's at least tangible evidence of what's popular. But the question is, is it popular because it's popular or is it popular because people? Uh, actually like it you know because yeah. people tend to like what you hear all the time or the po- or the powers that be push it right like when it when something comes like, everything comes down to money. like like the like the billboard chart when mm. something's it like, comes out and it's number one it's like well it's been out two days how's it number one because it's, yeah. it's new it's a big artist and it, i think is it radio stations mainly are pushing that song to see if it does well like it's probably I, people with money forcing yeah. forcing them to like, like where, play this song a bunch. Where cuz that's going to make I don't even know if you can do it. Can you still call a radio station and request them to play a song? Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, uh, you can I, definitely I call them but, anymore. But like you don't hear about that anymore. Yeah, radio's dying. Well, yeah, cuz you everyone has a radio in their hand and they can listen to any song they want at any time. That's why I think Sports Talk Radio is doing so good right now because like that's the only thing that um, uh, you get from the radio right now like I mean, I I listen to sports talk radio like all day during work. Either, either that or podcasts, you know. Yeah. Um, but like, if I want to listen to music on the radio, I'm just gonna listen to it on my Amazon Music because I have yeah. my own curated playlists yeah, and that's whatnot. That, and that's like, you the know, thing. Spotify taking over everything. Yep. D- even though there's that Joe Rogan controversy going on right now. Well, we got we're as the have only millennial, as the only millennial who, into politics, as yeah. the only <laughs> millennial who listens to fucking Joni Mitchell and Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young, I'm pissed about that. You don't need my playlist for trivia. Have fucking 
CSNY and Joni Mitchell on them. I I'm fucked. I don't know what I'm going to do. But uh, Wait, what are you saying? So Joni Mitchell and Crosby, Stills, Nash, and y uh, initially it was only Neil Young. Um, but then Graham Nash, I'm, and I saw it coming. I'm like, holy shit. Neil Young said he's taking his music off. Graham Nash says oh. he's taking his music off. It's only a matter of time before CSNY all together is off Spotify. Fuck. I love them. They're one of my favorite bands. And I play them at trivia all the time. My trivia playlists are off Spotify. And I don't know what I'm going to do now, man. Oh, um, okay. Well, time to switch your music service. I guess. Fucking bullshit. But, uh, you know, whatever. I mean, I would say switch to Amazon Music, but, you know, right. that might be an even eviler. Yeah, I, I was going to say, like, like, who the fuck is Jeff Joe Rogan compared to fucking Jeff Bezos? Right. Come on, John. Come back to the dark side. Come to I mean, Pandora. Jeff, is Jeff Bezos is just a product of uh, capitalism. Joe Rogan is a, a big misinformation person. Like this actually, that is actually damaging damaging society. Now that Jeff Bezos isn't. See, Joe Rogan just thinks he's us. Like Joe Rogan just thinks he's you know, like I've said dumb shit on this. Oh, pot. I guarantee you, yeah. Joe Rogan does not think he's us. Have People you, that have, listen to him think have, he's us. Have you listened to his podcasts? Uh, yes, I stopped in like a couple of years ago after the Adam Conover podcast. I haven't seen that one, but so I've I listened to him a lot of times at work. And I'll skip over ones that aren't interesting to me. Mm -hmm. my, my thing about him, yeah, there's some things he says that I don't agree with. But I think it's fair like of him that like he gives everyone a platform to come and say their ideas. Right. Well, I think that's dangerous. It can be. When you have a claim or people that are pretending to be scientists talking about bullshit lies. But it's a lot of these people who are talking about that that same bullshit have like doctorate degrees doesn't mean they're not talking about bullshit they, they actually i mean like, lies. like, like why? that's what makes it even I mean, more dangerous it, it is but like throughout history if you look at some of the things people have said and everyone looks at you like they're crazy some of these ideas after the fact turn out to be true mm -hmm. well so, I, I i always regroup re, re, uh, re back to one of the last ones i listened to was with him with tom delong who is uh blink 182's uh guitar player um, where he's like, you know, started Academy for the Stars, talking about aliens. And Joe Rogan puts out a PSA before the actual interview and says, this guy's talking about bullshit, but bullshit is fun. If he were to do that with these people talking about the vaccines yeah. and, and whatnot, then yeah, that would might that would be a whole different story. And, and but Joe Rogan that, believes yeah. these bullshit stuff. And before and that I, he had, you know, fucking Alex Jones and Milo Yiannopoulos on. It's like, yeah. you, you've had fucking Neil deGrasse Tyson. What the fuck are you doing yeah. having Alex Jones on your podcast? Like, I, I feel like I feel like part of that is you have to go in, honestly, to any podcast. All right. Neil deGrasse Tyson's podcast. I've listened to something like his Star Talk thing. He has a comedian as on most of the time as his co-host. Oh, I used to listen to that all the time. I forgot about but, that podcast. Yeah, what is it? I, don't know, I can't remember. It is the called name Star Talk. Star Talk. But like that that's one where like he has a track record as a scientist to not bullshit. And he's not even a scientist. But, no, but he's smart as Or well. wait, maybe that's Bill Nye. No, but that's yeah, that's Bill Nye. Neil deGrasse Tyson, I Neil think. Neil deGrasse Tyson's pretty like, legit. An astrophysicist. From, from what I know. Yeah. But but like so like Joe Rogan, like he's even I've I've heard him even say before on his podcast, he's the he's the fear factor guy. Yeah, he's he, a comedian. He he yeah. I've I've watched his comedian. the the well, point the point well, I was getting yeah, it. Yeah. The point yeah. I was getting well, it. He he doesn't understand the platform he has. Like I've said shit on this podcast before that I've regretted. Yeah. Like 
I, I listened to it, you know, a few days later. I'm like, fuck, why did I say that? Yeah. But I'm fucking John Church. I, I, li- I live in Farmington Hills, you know. Fear number three. Gotta power. watch the danger. Power word when you have power is dangerous. Joe Rogan has a, a major platform. People listen to his shit. Biggest and, podcast and, in the world. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and you, you have to watch what you say because, yeah, there's freedom of speech, but words have power when people listen to them. Indeed. I, I fucked with him before. I used to value his perspective on things, but in the time, and hopefully COVID ends sometime ever, I'm doubting that more and more with each passing day. And maybe, no, I, maybe I'll fuck with Joe Rogan again at that point, but as long as COVID's going on, I, I yeah. can't fuck with him. He's, it, he's, he's, he's spreading way too co- much bullshit. COVID's, COVID's the new influenza. It It's not going to go away. It, It'll turn into an endemic. He, this, yeah, this, yeah. This, and this, I, and the, the more the more people get more honestly if if the three of us all took a covid test right now I can almost guarantee you one of us would come back positive. I can probably guarantee that none of us would because it, I mean, maybe you um but we we had it recently so we're we're pretty But, but even this is a perfect I'm just saying, segue I'm too. just saying off the test. Well, like I, like you might not actually have it mm. or be sick your body like but why but do you think you, you, you're claiming like that one of us is going to get a false positive test? Not even a false positive. Your body's fighting it off naturally. Mm. Oh, I, I for sure had it. So like if they swabbed you, it could it could be there. Mm. But because you had it. You're going to be asymptomatic. Yeah, well, asymptomatic or your body, your body has those antibodies to fight it off. So inside your body, it's not getting sick, but it could be in your nasal passage. You wouldn't even know it. Possibly. But um, that's uh, like that's like like the flu is influenza. Right. Which is all a product of the 1918 pandemic. Yeah. I have small, dirty children who go to school. I would would suggest you give them showers. Well, they, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But, but like, they shower, but like, children are germ factories. They go to school. Walking cesspools. They go to school with 30 other kids in their class who are also little walking germ magnets. Like, kids get sick all the time. Yeah, it's because of school. Like, but, it, but they're it, also resilient like, as fuck. But they'll they'll come and when they don't feel good, they'll snuggle right up to me, cough in my face, and they'll be sick for three four days, mm-hmm. and I won't get anything because I've already built an immunity towards well, that. Well, but then, but like, if you tested me for that, I could have that bacteria, virus, whatever it is, but I'm not going to get sick for it because I have the antibody for it. That's why I'm saying, like, if we all tested, one of us would probably test positive, but we'd never get sick from it. The difference, like, between COVID and influenza is the spreadability with it and how, like, you know, with with influenza, like, you kind of, like, got to have, like, some moisture, like, connected to you. And we're also, we're we're approaching, like, a million people dead um, from COVID. Worldwide? Um, I think worldwide, right? Or is that it sound, just, is it just right. in the United that States? That could be just the United it's, States. It's, it's, no, it's just the United States. But in any case, it's fucking too many. Well, I mean, the United States was, I know it was over half a million. Yeah, we're probably. I for, think we're we're probably over a million worldwide a while ago. It could be the U.S. And, but uh, they were also the whole, I mean, this can fall right into politics. Perfect timing. But, I was going to say. But people who were in the hospital and they were 85 years old. And they called it COVID. But it's like, you're 85 years old. Pneumonia kills kills you. Like, they listed it as COVID as a big reason for a lot of these things. When they, there were underlying factors. Did COVID, if you didn't get COVID, would you have lived? 
there's a good chance. Mm-hmm. But when you have, when they say like all of the risk factors, if you're overweight, if you're elderly, if your blood pressure is bad, you add an extra thing to all of these other things and it's going to check off all the boxes. Well, still, if COVID wasn't there, they wouldn't be dead. Exactly, like, yeah. You know, and if yeah. we would have um, had a better response to this virus globally and, uh, you know... In, 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 <laughs> nationally. In, nationally, if we had a better... If we didn't have, like, a bunch of anti-vax people going around spreading stuff, yeah. like... Oh, yeah. I mean, vaccines, you, you, put, you put people in the hospital, like, like 99.9% of people that are vaccinated don't go to the hospital. Yeah. Like, yeah, sure, some people do. Yeah, there's breakthrough cases. But, you know, I had one. You had one. Because we are both vaccinated. We had a breakthrough case. And it was, like, to me, mine was extremely mild. I didn't, like, I was out with uh, you, Cobin. I didn't, yeah. I didn't fucking know I had COVID. I felt like, like I had a little tiny head cold. Um, well, I knew it right away. I remember because I, I, yeah, because I, I took you to get tested. Yeah. And you tested positive, <laughs> And I'm, like, eating food in the same car. And, then, yeah, I went. I think it was a week or two later. I went no, like yeah, you went like within the, yeah within the, like the next day to get yeah tested. within the same week. I, I went and got tested, and they're like, no. I want to be like you, coping. T- teach me your ways. I don't. I don't know. I I'm vaccinated. I take vitamins. There you go. Yeah, I, I knew I had it right away. Uh, I'm just yeah, but I, I but I never got sick. Then the other thing. So I have re. Uh, it's probably a month ago now, but I went to. I was sick. I woke up on a. I think it was a Wednesday. And, like, literally felt like I was swallowing glass. And, like, in my mind, I'm like, oh, I have strep throat. Don't know where I got it. Both my kids were healthy. They weren't sick at all. Everyone in my family that I had seen was fine. No one at work had had it. I went to the urgent yeah, care. Yeah, we don't know anyone that had strep either. No, I did. Uh, probably too much sucking dick, but... <laughs> <laughs> Dirty dick. But That'll do it. Yeah, but I, I went to urgent care, and I told them all my symptoms. And, like, we're going to give you a COVID test. Tried to walk me out the door. I'm like, no, I'm pretty sure I have strep throat. They didn't want to give me the test for it. My rapid strep test came back in three minutes that I was positive. Yeah. And sent me sent me a, for an antibiotic. But I, this is this is what like the fear of COVID almost has done. To even doctors. This is someone like you go to because you're sick. I can't go to the pharmacy and be like, hey, I have strep throat. Give me an antibiotic for it. Like I went somewhere where I'm, and thankfully I, I stood up. I'm like, no, I'm like pretty sure i have strep throat and i want that test yeah there are there are other sicknesses it's hard because you know like it just it probably 90 percent of their cases are covid and with the transmissibility yeah. of omicron and delta before that like it's yeah. just like so obvious that it's probably covid even though people are forgetting that like yeah you got to do your due diligence other yeah. other sicknesses do exist yeah. now, granted i don't i don't get sick really my immune system is generally a champ but like somehow i just i, I knew it was covid like as soon as the yeah. symptoms came on i guess they just came on that quickly where i was like oh fuck and then the next night i went, went and got yeah. tested and i was holding out hope until the, the test came back but then, then yeah you said it was positive but after like three or four days i was fine yeah um, but i'm a 32 year old adult with you know no underlying conditions so it's and that's gucci for me and vaccinated and boosted yes so yeah i had not got boosted yet um i could i could say the only health factor that any of us might have well i can i'm probably way too much but um we we drink yeah and that might be i mean none of us are overweight (laughs) we all stay relatively active right right 
And I mean, I hope you guys take vitamins. That make I you don't feel take better. vitamins. Well, I do some goddamn vitamins. I do not. I got that. I got that. <laughs> they make them in gummies for adults. They're delicious. The doctor's been telling me for days. I got that. Uh, by days, I mean years. I got that D deficiency. You boy isn't get enough sunlight. It seems. But uh, is that I'm, what the D deficiency is? That's what the D deficiency <laughs> is. I mean, you could. That, 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 that's the only D deficiency in my life, Nick. <laughs> Well, Gay I mean, jokes, yes. <laughs> you you could definitely get some more vitamin D another way. <laughs> Thank you, Copeland. Teach me your ways. Let me I know. Mean, uh, let me know. Any, any port in a storm, my friend. Any I'm, port in a storm. I'm, I'm happily deficient in it, but uh, I don't know. I've never. I mean, they, I mean, they say you can't hate it till you've tried it, and I've never tried it. But <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I want to. It seems painful. I'll try most things once. <laughs> I mean. I won't jump out of an airplane without a parachute either, because that seems dangerous. So yep, fuck that. Noise. Yeah, that always classic question. If all your friends drop jump off a bridge, are you gonna jump off a bridge? Like suicide? Is it? Yeah. Is it? Into Why do I want to live anymore if my, all my friends jump off a bridge? My only question is their water, because yeah, I'll jump in the water. It says the guy who you know does his fucking you know birthday party. Let's all have someone contribute something to this vault. Which did you do? You ever contribute to that shit? I have it at home. I haven't closed it yet, so I, I have it at home. You get my voided driver's license. Yeah, I'll, I'll bring. I'll bring something because I got my new one in the mail. Because I was gonna leave it here that day. I'm like, no, let's, should, let's just have the last. I person. Probably have a driver's license on me, even if it has a stamped void let's, out of it. Let's just have the last person alive read this shit. I don't know. Maybe <laughs> maybe in like 60 years, however many of us are still alive. Well, the odds of us actually doing a suicide pack are very low, but the odds of one of us being the last one alive probably is going to be lonely so why not I'd like memories? I'd like to think there'll be at least one of us you know standing but I don't know Nick In maybe maybe, maybe, years? maybe, maybe well, eventually maybe. there's going to be there, eventually no matter what there's going to be one of us left oh, well, we got to we got to have a we got to have some sort of safeguard on this because I have my 60 years would make me 90 I have a grandpa who's 90 oh, that's so silly that who doesn't that's... know who his, he is himself could you imagine reading that? What is this shit? <laughs> <laughs> Who are these people? I don't know. Is this maybe, Harry Potter? Maybe when we're all 80, open the shit. Like, you know, March the 17th. Four of us that are left. March 17th, 2076, we open the shit. Riddled with liver cancer. Yeah, well, hopefully we'll be living in the uh, multiverse by then. Uh, the metaverse, I should say. Oh, I'm going to. Well, this is politics, but fuck nah, politics. Okay. So. Fuck it. You can you can say hold up. We can talk about anything unless so, you guys want to talk about Russia's imminent invasion of so, Ukraine. We can talk about that too, but it won't take an hour. So well, we, talking, we talk, have like fifteen minutes. Talking left. about the metaverse. Okay. This it's this a sh- kind of kind of It's a show. Yeah, yeah. On it's on Amazon Prime. It's called Upload. No, oh, yeah, you've told me about this. I've heard of this. It's. I watched the first season. Guy from Hunger Games, right? Peta. Uh, Josh Hutcherson. Don't ask me how. Don't ask me how. I don't. I don't fucking know. I don't know people's faces. I can't remember faces and names. So, I got you. Yeah, but the premise of the show is very much like metaverse, Mm. except it's like when you die, you die in the metaverse. You die in real life. No, no. It's if you die in before you die in real life. If they can get you to this machine before you physically die, Mm. they can upload your mind into it. Yeah, so basically a lot of like Black Mirror shit. Yeah, if you watch that, I, show. I haven't watched Black. I got that. You told me about that one. That'll be my my next watch. But it's also it seems the scary thing is it seems more realistic because it's like the nicer 
afterlife you want to be put into, you have to pay for it. Yeah, so mixed and, with capitalism, that sounds yeah. exactly and if, like it. Like it's like if if people if you if they stop paying for you, like you either just like glitch and pause, or you move down to like the lower cast of living where you get like a certain amount of gigabytes a month. Yeah. Once you once you once you finish your you freeze until the next mm-hmm. month. You and know, it's like it's scary though. Like could you imagine like would you want to live forever if that's how you had to live? Fuck that noise. I don't live for a period, but live like that. Mm, I'm good. That's why I mean maybe we do live forever in like our essence of our being, but yeah. erasing the memories is an important thing cuz that's essentially a new life, right? Like, right. You don't have yeah. to. But the, but deal this with is this like forever. You want everyone wants a fresh start. You know, I've, I've been playing uh, my Oculus Rift, like this game, Population One, uh, which is like essentially like Fortnite, like makes with like Call of Duty, um, and uh, playing it a lot, and it just feels so real after you're in there for a while. It's just like this is real, and you take your glasses off, you're like, "Fuck!" and you go to sleep, and it's like you see this stuff in yeah. your dreams. The lines like, are blurred, and what is real, what is not. Like, yeah, like you know, and there's a theory that we are in a simulation right now. You know? yeah. And if it's like this, what you're talking about, like maybe the better your life you have, the more money you've Red made pill, to go into a good pill. part Red, of the simulation. Yeah. Red pill, blue pill. Yeah. Which the insane thing, the insane thing that, like, to upload the amount of data basically stored on your mind would cost the same amount no matter where you're going. Right. So why would one cost more than another other than for capitalism to make mm-hmm. more money? Yes, the great um, uh, the great end game of all humanity is capitalism, probably. Yeah. <laughs> it makes I've, the world go round. Yeah. But you know, th- speaking of uh, living in a simulation, I've had a co- I've had a, a recent experience that uh, makes me think that we're in a simulation again. Um, I've had I've had one before. Do tell me and me and Jeff when he was handcuffed to the mannequin for um uh, the, for the booty bowl punishment. Which is where the person in the last place of our fantasy football league, which is called the Booty Bowl, has to be handcuffed to a mannequin for 24 hours and go to at least two bars. We were at the bar, the, the Avenue in Michigan, uh, in Wayne, sorry. Um, uh, well, I know Wayne, the Michigan. venue. <laughs> uh, no, it's called the Avenue. Oh, you know the venue. It wasn't the venue. It wasn't venue. Is what, is what Ain't no um, uh, Jeff ordered soup. And the guy comes over. He's like, puts down a napkin, puts down a spoon. He's like, all right, man, your soup's going to be out in a minute. And uh, he goes away, we're talking. The guy comes back, puts down a napkin, puts down a spoon, says, all right, your soup's going to be out in a minute, walks away. Me and Jeff are looking at each other like, didn't he just do that? And we're looking like, and there's the spoon is nowhere. We look on the ground like, is the other spoon on the ground? Did we knock it over? Where's the other napkin? Like, just, and we both had the same experience. It wasn't just like, it wasn't just me. It wasn't just him. We just, we were both looking at each other like, what the fuck just happened? Didn't really get an answer. Um... <laughs> So that was fucking weird. I've been to event, I've been in that venue. I'm visualizing this. That's fucking futz. Like that's for the two of you to you know just be completely synchronized like that and have the same experience. It was like, literally like a glitch in the, the Matrix fuck? from the Matrix yeah. movies. With I was going to say the black cat. You know, yeah, like, deja vu, but de- like mutual deja deja vu, which has never happened. To no, me. no kidding. Like Neo saw that shit. Fucking uh, Trinity and, and them cats didn't see that. Neo had to say something before they were like, "Oh shit, what the fuck?" Mister Smith's on the loose. Like. And it was like ten minutes away from each other, like too, like maybe less than that. That's fucking crazy. But <laughs> and then this this new one I just had, which is like entirely different. But I had this um uh, knife in my dishwasher, 
and uh, like I ran the dishwasher, took it out, and uh, it's just, just just like random white powder on it. I don't know what it was from, but like when I was, I thought it was like might be like um uh, somehow the detergent like didn't that would on, be my thought didn't yeah. cake onto it right. So I like you know I run it back again in a different spot in the dishwasher, pull it out. Every other dish completely clean again, except for this knife bunch of like white powder on it's like okay god this knife must be plot fucking... twist cocaine <laughs> this, this knife must be must be really fucking dirty like this stuff must be hard to get off run it again pull it out in like a different part of the thing everything else is still fucking clean except for this knife and then i'm like okay this is just clear that it comes off i gotta scrub it take it out rinse it underwater it all comes off immediately and i'm like okay this is seems impossible that's fucking trippy as shit yeah, weird. The, the, unless unless my roommate has been taking it off and cutting open flour, like or getting it with flour and fucking with me, but you know that would be a weird joke, and he probably would have told me about it. Mr. Wells, what's the, <laughs> what's, what's the deal, man? Now, he's passed out in the basement, but. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so and then after playing a population one again a, a lot, like if you're playing it for a while, like you can get stuck in there, and like, God, maybe this could be a world where you just get stuck in it, just like a lot longer and a lot more intense. That's fucking weird. Uh, I've had my taste of VR before. Uh, any more than short stints, um, I'd be a vertigo having son of a bitch and can't be having it. Um, Until it gets better. Like what? Like it will. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, it, it's only improving. The technology is only uh, you know going to improve and improve to the point where the, the lines are, are blurred between reality and virtual reality. you think of like, reality. Ten, like 10 years from now, um, you know, the way technology advanced. Well, so, like, it's easy to think of, like, all right, 10 years ago, you know? Um, the big differences are we all have smartphones now and not just half of us. Right. Um, the social media isn't really cool anymore. It's more addicting and uh, destructive, and we realize that. Um, we, there's so much more information everywhere, and, sell, and we are all turning into you know essentially just money pits like how can the people that figure it out get more money from us you know so i don't think any of us 10 years ago would have predicted where the world is now i don't think we're going to be able to predict where the world is then like we're probably going to overshoot everything the only thing i think we got right was uh 10 years ago we probably thought weed would be legal nationwide and it hasn't all the way it's getting there but it's getting there it could be taken away because um there's going to be a republican swing swing soon I I really hope it, I really hope it doesn't. I don't think it will. I, I, I actually no. I don't, but I, I don't think it will. But it could. I still think. I hope not. I but. think if they regulate it, regulate it like tobacco and alcohol. And the biggest thing, the biggest thing with weed is to how to test if you're currently high while you're driving, so they can make money. Yeah. you driving while or working <laughs> or, or or working. I like I work with heavy machinery, mm-hmm. and like. If, it would be the same as if you're drunk. If you're driving a Hilo with two, three thousand pounds on the front of it, and you're fucked up, and you kill someone, was it an accident because you made a mistake, mm-hmm. or is it because you're fucked up well, on something? Some people swear that they can drive high just just as fine as normal high. I mean, and some, some people swear you can do it with drunk. Like, yeah, so while I, you're drunk, like you know, it, it's all bullshit. But yeah, um, I can say that um, I can't drive. When I'm drunk or high, yeah, I can't. I can't drive either. Yeah, and, and, and I, I don't. I wouldn't I, trust personally myself, myself because I'm more um, familiar with alcohol. I could drive probably better drunk than I could 
uh, stoned, which I would never do either. Never tried either, but yeah, uh, I, I, mean, I have I'm, tried one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, you. Well, no, I, I've 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 driven under the influence of both. Um, not like well, alcohol massively got into a car accident. You all know the story. Yeah, um, I've, I've I've driven a little high before, and it, that's way more scarier because weed makes you paranoid, alcohol makes you yeah. confident. So. Yeah, alcohol's. I I would say alcohol's a little bit more dangerous because of your confidence level. Can't can't. I won't <laughs> argue with that. You say you will not agree with that. I will not argue with it. Oh, okay. I was gonna say chop chop. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say it. Taking that. it back to uh, New Year's Eve. Where was the video camera so we could just all? We would never post that, but just to be able to see that. I was standing right there, and I couldn't believe it happened. It's like Christmas Day <laughs> what, when what I was five words? years like, old. Chop, 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 bitch, or something like that? <laughs> you only did two I, I chops. I didn't see it. I was just hurt And I'm pretty it. sure you clapped when you did it. <laughs> I have no recollection With the of chop. that. It was two claps. It's like, chop, chop, bitch. What kind of son of a bitch comes into someone's basement, someone's home, you know, <laughs> is invited in, and, uh, you know, th- you know, makes an ultimatum like that? You know, I'm pretty sure no one was <laughs> mad Church, you did it. Me. No one was mad you did it. I was just pretty sure you got roofied, and I was confused on who did it. <laughs> no, no. I mean, I've everyone's done done something that like you regret personally, but everyone else around you is like, "Yeah, you did that." I fell off a roof. People knew me as a person that fell off a roof, and that I did not know personally. I'm just the guy who jumps downstairs, a la James Bond and Indiana Jones, because he had to have those better maids, man. You got all your teeth still. <laughs> I got all my teeth. Because I'm pretty good... sure people have lost teeth here. Shout out to you, Christina. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. I was gonna throw. Okay, last. What's but, going on? But that happened. I'm pretty sure that was on. That was recorded too. Uh, it wasn't. But um, oh, it uh, wasn't. It was entirely <laughs> Christina's own fault. But, <laughs> and it ruined her life for a little bit. It cost her a lot of money to fix that yeah. tooth. Uh, yeah, a lot uh, of pain. <laughs> Sorry, Christina. Please don't listen to this. <laughs> Nick was was it was it the two of us that pledged the floor the one day? Um, uh, I'm certain we have. I don't think you pledged the floors here. Not here. It's a good idea, though. That, but, well, we did that night. No, That's when that... Christina lost her tooth. Oh. Nick, Nick you're, uh, <laughs> you're 191 deep 191 deep on uh, Split 6 now. Would you say this is the best uh, politics segment ever? Um, uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> wait, wait. You, you did have a politics... It's a, it's a good one, but you, the best you, ever. Like, how, what? You did have a politics topic... Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, uh, Russia amassing over a hundred thousand troops on the border. Oh, of Quick timeout. Yeah. Let the record show that neither Copenhagen nor I elected the. Uh, what do you call it? The holdup. Neither I, neither here or I are elected the holdup. Continue. What's the holdup? Uh, you get a holdup where if you don't want to do a segment, you can uh, say hold up and talk about anything you want. Oh no, that, I think that was just mutually. I mean, tele- you guys, we- telepathically. I think I Confirmed. used it to talk about simulations. Russia. <laughs> well, yeah, but, but so. So, yeah, Russia is amassing troops on the border of Ukraine, um, saying that they are demanding that Ukraine, that the United Nations promises that Ukraine will never be a part of the United Nations because Russia is afraid of U.S.'s yeah. influence over everything, which is probably a bunch of bullshit. Um, Russia just. I, I, so. I, I think Russia just wants to expand their influence in eventually um take away the u.s from their influence in western europe yeah that i putin be angling i've i've looked i've I've read into this a little bit there's a a ton on it part of what you said i think russia wants 
to bring back what the USSR was, take back all the territory that they controlled and what split off and all those Eastern European countries that were former USSR. Right, right. I think in the Ukraine, part of it is, from what I've read, is you have part of the country wants to remain Ukraine and speak Ukrainian and... Well, the majority of the country does. Majority, yeah, majority. Mm -hmm. But then you have the the small part that borders Russia that still speak Russian. Crimea, right? Crimea has already been taken over by Russia, as far as I know. Mm. That might be true, yeah. But there's another part that, like, they still speak Russian and they want to go back. And that, I think, is like Russia saying, we'll back you. And that's when they say, like, Russian proxy troops, where the Russian arms and equipment are given to these people. It's like, a, like basically, like, you, Ukraine's in a civil war that hasn't been called a civil war. And you have part of them want to go to like Russia and part States. of them want to... Yeah. Torn and, between, you know, the Russian influence and yeah. then, you know, pure independence and, yeah. you know, sovereignty. And yeah. And I, which, I, which, again, in my opinion... I think rolls down to the humans made borders, which we saw how well that worked in Africa, where you have people come in, draw a border, but you have multiple people within the same space that like don't agree with that border. Which in my if we got if we got rid of the whole country idea and erased borders. Would it be a problem at first? Massively. Yeah, but, yeah that's fair but, to say. But to get rid of borders and the idea of my country is better than yours and work together as a, I'm a human being, you're a human being, what, can, what do you have that could benefit me? What do I have that could benefit you? And it doesn't have to be even. What, what could, I, if, if, if it's not going to happen because it's, People look at it as being insane. But if if you took it to the point where you said everyone deserves the same base human rights to resources and took care of there, – there should be no third world country. Yeah, well, capitalism will not that happen because capitalism no, it, is based on a, a system of infinite gain with limited resources that the earth has. Yeah. But, so, but but that and the people that are in charge yeah are the people that have all the and resources I, I agree with that but in the in the long run you look at long game like none of us will be alive for it but you look long game Maybe. well I'm I'm talking thousands of years you look long game that doesn't work in the long run to, to take it back to entertainment and not go down that rabbit hole entirely I just watched don't look up last night and yeah. oh. like climate change is definitely real like we're all in this shit together. And they touch on in the movie, like, you know, nationality and, you know, country rivalry, you know, fucking it up. Um, yeah. yeah, we kind of need to unite and realize that, you know, the stake, the, uh, you know, our beloved planet is at stake here. And yeah. we kind of should do some shit about that and re- that. establish dem- diplomatic re- relations and do what we can to can't. do something before it's too fucking late. As that movie blatantly beat us over the head saying it's not going to happen unless we get rid of capitalism and get rid of uh, 
money controlling everything. That would be the Adam McKay uh, <laughs> way and the Adam McKay message. Yes, um, it's too fucking bad. Um, like, what are we gonna do? Like, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, and I. <laughs> I always tend to be an optimist when it comes to certain things, but in terms of like the global future of the world, I'm pretty pessimistic about it. Like yeah. um, until we give every country and, and everyone thinks I'm crazy for this, but until we give every country in the world access to nuclear weapons, nothing's really going to be equal because without mutual assured destruction, somebody's going to manipulate another person. I can't argue with that. Um, it's fucking sad, but it's why fucking North Korea hasn't been invaded. Yeah. Yep. Or, or, not even just give everyone nuclear weapons if they never existed at all yeah but we can't go yeah. we can't we can't, you can't go back you, you can't, can't go take back. them away unless you like build like, build like a fucking men in black uh thermalizer whatever what neuralizer yeah neuralizer and like maybe we'll forget but we'll figure it out again and we'll hey, honestly we give everyone a nuclear weapon they'll figure out something else you know like it's just the nature of human beings and probably a product of the simulation we're living in where if everything was peaceful, it wouldn't be a fun game to play. Fucking weird, man. But <laughs> yeah, that's why that I mean, that's why I said do like, what is it? Star Trek? Like the, the isn't it like I don't I've never really watched Star Trek, but I haven't either. How they have like the Federation where basically all the planets like Earth is everyone's equal. Get rid of the borders Live as a planet yeah. rather than a nation. Maybe we gotta become a, we gotta become a interplanetary, where like we yeah. can we can live as we can actually live as a planet because there's other planets that we can take control of because that's the nature of humans. Yeah, that's that, the world I want that, to that, live in. Then you're gonna add that, or we right. can lobotomize so, everybody and just so or we can all kill ourselves. You <laughs> let's you all have, jump off the bridge. Come on, yeah. knives <laughs> at the brain. Let's fucking do it. Now you have it. to watch The Expanse. I've talked about this to you several times. Uh, I've seen a couple episodes. I heard the books are... Murphy books says are it's amazing. I've it's heard the books are better. I gotta read. I don't read. Anyways, we're out of time here. Um, uh, uh, John, anywhere we can find you, follow you, and anything you want to promote. Uh, yeah, social media doesn't matter anymore as we know, but I'm on Facebook. I'm on all that shit. Uh, come find me. Good talk, gents. Go in. Oh, so I don't really use social media because it's garbage, but I'm on Facebook, Tinder, and Bumble. <laughs> I'm, uh... You can find me at Nick Magella on Twitter and Instagram. Follow me on Facebook if you want. Uh, please rate and review this podcast. Only five stars. It is still on Spotify, unlike all the other podcasts that are slowly leaving that platform because of Joe Rogan. But I am not uh, at all in the sphere of having influence. So um, thank you guys for splitting six with us. Remember, it's more important to somebody else than it is for them to listen to you. We'll see you next week. Overtime.